0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Seriously, I Am Not Angry. This is Scott, your host. And um, this this week, I want to talk about how we deal with change and how we are living in times of change. And change is always happening. And I want to start, I want to go back about two years ago. And I'm going to talk about something that happened two years ago in my own life. And I'm going to get a little personal, if you don't mind. If you don't mind, I'm going to get a little personal. I'm going to talk here for a second. And I'm going to get a little personal. And I hope you don't mind. I don't think you will. But about two years ago, my dad went into the hospital it was it was a weekend it was July it would have been July 3rd it was right right the day before July 4th and I remember that because I remember my uh, my brother had called me I was on my way to get a haircut I was on vacation and uh, my brother called me he was coming down the next day and he called me and I thought he was just calling to see what he could bring. And he called me and he said, Hey, have you talked to dad yet today? And I said, no, I really haven't. You know, I was going to, on my way to get a haircut, you know, I was probably going to stop by and see him here, you know, after I got my haircut, he said, well, I, I just called him. I talked to him and he said, he wasn't feeling very good. Um, that, that he might call the squad. You might want to, you might want to give him a call. I said, well, I'll call him after the haircut. I uh, get my haircut. I'm just, you know, I'm on my way to get my haircut. And honestly, it, it I don't have a lot of hair. It, it takes like 15 minutes to cut my hair. And he said, yeah, that's a good idea. So I went and I got my haircut. Called my dad. He sa- I said, hey, you know, I pretended like I didn't get the call from my brother because we decided, you know, for whatever. You know how that is. You don't want to you want to pretend like you didn't talk and you're not ganging up on people. And, uh, he said, Hey, uh, yeah, they're loading me up here in the ambulance. And so I immediately, he lives right across the street from me or he did. And so, excuse me, let me get a drink here. So I immediately went to his, his house I called my wife, went straight to his house to get mom. They're loading him up. And, um, of course, we're still... This was at the... Two years ago, we're kind of at the tail end of of the the COVID pandemic, if you recall, uh, of everything. So we still have a lot of the mandates, but a lot of the restrictions are still in place. But a lot of places... I'm a little sketchy on everything, but anyways, so I go and I get mom and it was, it was a very frustrating trip because, um, I wanted to be back with dad and mom for a lot of various reasons. Uh, they only allowed one person back there with dad at a time in the emergency room. And there was a reason I wanted to be back there. But at the same time, I couldn't leave mom by herself. And and the, the thing is with the mom, and I tried to explain this to the hospital, was that she was in the early onset. And actually, we realized later it was not the early onset of Alzheimer's at all. And they still would not even bend at that. And so I sent mom back. Uh... But anywho, that was the very beginning of what was going to be a long three weeks. And approximately two and a half weeks later, my dad would pass. And this was the beginning of a lot of changes in my family. Uh, he, He would go in about five days later, I think it was... He went in for a a heart by, you know, they went in, looked at his heart, found that he had like three massive blockages. It just blew us away because he just got a clean bill of health, health on his heart. And so then they went in to do the heart bypass and he never came out of that. And we found out that the reason was that he had pancreatic cancer and it was stage four and was spreading throughout his body and uh he basically just never came out of surgery he he went into surgery basically i i don't want to say it was a coma but he never he never woke up from surgery he woke up just long enough to tell my mom that he loved her it was a very sweet moment i you know but um and then he would he would pass about 2 weeks later All that said, I remember getting the phone call. It was five in the morning. It was a Sunday morning. It was five in the morning. I got the phone call from the hospital. I called my brother to let him know. Uh, We discussed what to do. We decided we would let my mom sleep, and we would tell her when she woke up. And, um. Which was, you know, it was the right decision because we would then have to tell my mom several more times. It was was heart-wrenching. It was every day for like five days. We would, up to the funeral, we would have to tell my mom that dad had passed away. And, um, but anyways, I remember then going downstairs and just sitting on the couch and just sitting there. And I sat there. And I knew, and I thought everything's changed. And I knew it was coming. I knew this moment was coming. But the reality was had sunk in. Everything in my world changed. everything that i knew was no longer everything changed and this is a reality for for millions of people every day and the thing about change is it's it's unavoidable in- it's unavoidable it's going to happen change happens. I mean, we, we don't like change. We fight change nail and tooth all the time. But this change in my life and in my family life, is was it set off a chain reaction of, of multiple things, not just in my life, but my sister, my brother's, Life, It set off a chain reaction of things that we had to do. None of us, you know, some things we didn't want to do, but we had to do. It made us have to face things that we didn't know. Some things that my brother and sister didn't know, some things I already knew, Some things I knew, but didn't know it was as bad as, you know, my, my dad had pretty much shielded us from the severity of, of my mom's Alzheimer's. We all had an idea. I knew that it was worse than the rest of the family. Uh, My brother and sister, we had no one, but we didn't know it was as bad as it was. Uh, but dad had, and that's, that's how it is with, with married couples. I think every family that I've talked to that has gone through it, that's, it's the same story. Uh, so that's not a surprise. If, if you have gone through this, you, you're probably nodding your head saying, yep, yep. My dad or my mom did the same thing. They, they protected us and they didn't say, and, and I don't know why, they do i don't you know i it, it's interesting but um but anywho that's that's not the point but the point is we we had to make change but but here's some things that i want to talk about in all this change there's certain things that um, a lot of things are now cooling down uh after that was two years ago. A lot of the things are now settling down finally from all of that change. Here's some things that didn't change in all of that. Here's some things that didn't change. Because in all of the chaos, in all the emotions, and trust me, change brings emotion when you change your job it's an emotional thing excitement a little bit frightening because you you don't know what you're getting into sometimes you're meeting new people you're i mean it's, it it is what it is you're you're going to a new place but it's an emotional roller coaster change brings about all kinds of things, but there's certain things that change should not bring, because there's outside change and there's outside forces going on, and change, and and this is this is true. Whether you're a Christian or whether you're not a Christian, this these are things that should not change you as a person while all the change going on outside, all the outside forces. So, here's the things that did not change while all the things going on that were brought about by the death of my dad. My belief in God My reliance on God did not change. My core beliefs did not change. They were not shaken. It was a shock to the system of my dad's death. We, We did not see it coming. And yet at no point, did I look to the skies and say, hmm, I don't know that I can believe in God anymore. At no point did I say that. Why? Because at my core, I knew who God was. At my core, I understood who God was. We have to understand who we are and what we believe in. So as change is happening, that we as people do not change. Now, I went through an array of emotions. And I mean an array of emotions. As anyone who deals with a death of a loved one does. But it did not change who I as a person was. Because I knew who I was. We need to, to know who we are as a person. We need to know who we are. So as the change comes, it doesn't change who we are. In the thing that I'm beginning to notice and the thing that I'm beginning to see. And a lot of people and a lot of of. Individuals. Is that they don't know who they are. They don't know who they are in their belief systems. They don't know who they are in God. They don't know who they are as an Individual. So when friends come when people come they change. They change for who they are around. But we need to learn who we are in in God. This is more important as a Christian. So I'm I'm talking to To Christians especially, but I want to talk to to the individual who's not a Christian as well. You need to know who you are. But You need to know who you are, and the reason it's so important whether you're a Christian or not a, a Christian is because if you don't know who you are, then you're not going to be able to defend your belief system to anyone. You're not going to be able to go out into the world and let people know why you believe what you believe. You're not going to be able to stand up for yourself. You're just going to flap in the wind. You're going to go in whatever direction the world is going and that's going to lead you nowhere. That's going to lead to nowhere and and for the Christian We need to put ourselves and build ourselves on solid ground. I'm going to throw out a couple ideas for you that are in the Bible. And I want you to stay with me. Even if you're not a Christian, I want you to stay with me. Because like I've said before, this podcast is for both non-believers and believers. And the reason I do this is because I want those who are not believers to understand that, one, we're not angry people. We're not angry we're not out there trying to scathe the earth with our anger. In fact, we're very, very, very joyful people deep down. And um, we're, we're very happy people. And I don't say happy as in we're laughing and giggling and um, schoolgirls. Um, maybe that Maybe that's not the right terminology in today's world, but I'm going to say it anyways. But we're... We're just, we're not, we're, we're not angry people. We don't, we are a very, you know, we, we love people and we're not angry with you because you don't believe the same way we don't. We want you to come and join us. We want you to believe in God. And the reason we want you to believe in God is because we love you and we know what the final outcome is going to be. And uh, the world misunderstands and and mistakes that a lot of time and says, well, if you think the final outcome is that, then you must be angry with us. No, 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 no. Uh, Trust me, Uh, go to your parent and ask them why they punished you for certain things because they knew what the final outcome was if you kept going the direction you went. Uh, Yeah, when you touch that hot stove. The final outcome was a massive blister on your hand. That's why you got a slap on your hand. Less invasive and not as bad as a massive blister on your hand. But I digress. Um, I got a little distracted there. But let's talk about some things. Christ told his followers this. He said, build your house on the rock. And not the sand. So when the waves come in, it will still be sand standing. And I'm paraphrasing there, but let's think about that. If you build your house on sand, what happens? The waves are going to come in, and they're just going to eat away at it and it's going to erode and it's going to it's going to collapse at some point and and we've all read the stories it's it seems like every 3 to 5 years we read the stories of people that build their lake houses on ground that has been eaten away by the lake or they they've built their their houses up by the the ocean too close and and it's just eroded away because the water keeps digging away at that earth that ground and it it collapses in and there's a lot of people who are building their faith and i'm talking about their christianity i'm talking about any type of faith you have that you're building on earthly things is going to erode away anything that you build that is not on Biblical standards is going to erode away. You want to build it on the solid rock of God. And when the 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 change and when the, the waves of change come crashing in, your core beliefs are going to be right there. And things that you really believe in are not going to change with it. You're going to be the same person. You're going to say, okay, these changes are coming and that's okay. I'm fine with it. I'm going to be fine. My God is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. I'm okay. Sure, we've got a new president of this country. Sure, we've had a new sweeping election come in. Okay, I'm going to be just fine. Sure, I've just, I've lost a lot of things in whatever disaster just came through, but I'm okay. I'm the same person. I'm, God's the same. I'm okay. Sure, I've just lost whomever was my closest friend, my My dad, my mom, my sister, my whoever. Yeah, we're going to go through some change. Like I said, it's been two years and things are finally kind of settling down from the death of my dad. And I mean that it was it's been a rough two years for my family. We went through a lot of change. We had to go through a lot It was not easy for any of us. But guess what? We're the same people. We love each other. We love God. And be, and, and the thing is, there's things... Yeah, I am very sad that, you know, my daughter will never know my dad. That saddens me. But that makes me even more driven to make sure that I bring her up to know who God in Christ is. So that one day she'll meet my dad. The reality is I am grounded in who my God is. I am grounded in who I am as a person. But let me tell you about some changes. That I, I realized that maybe I want to make. That when I looked at some things and now things are settled down that I said, you know What? Here's some things that I finally do need to do. Some things that I had been thinking about. My daughter was born three years ago. You want to talk about changes? This was a great and awesome change in my life. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to end this on a great note. Three years ago, my daughter was born. Great day in my life. Joyous day. A day of celebration. And as she grows, I'm beginning to realize there are certain things in my own life. And once again, things that I need, I want to change and things I want to do differently. And the changes I want to make, once again, the changes that I want to make now in my life revolve around things that are going to improve her life. And they don't change the core of who I am There are things that I want to do that are going to help build and improve, hopefully, the core of who she is and build her up as a person. Because as her father, as somebody that's going to influence her, I want to make sure that I build her up. And I'm saying, here's some things that I need to change. Here's some things I need to do. And maybe in these changes, I can do that. It's time now and part of those those changes. And now that things are settling down, it's time to make those changes, because in the chaos. Of the the first change I talked about. And possibly because if the first change hadn't happened. I would have never thought of making the other changes. Change can be chaos, but change can also be something we learn in, and something we can take back. And when the the dust settles from change, we look back and say, what can I learn from that change? What can I learn from what I just saw happen? What are the things that I can learn from the changes that just happened? Sometimes we don't think about that. Sometimes we don't we don't think about looking back at at everything. And I've taken some time to reflect on the last two years. And I've thought, what can I change? What can I learn from the last two years? Change is scary. Change is frightening, but change should not change you at your core. As a Christian. Hey, what guys, I love you guys. Thanks for listening as always. Uh, I'll talk to you guys again next week. As always, please do like um, like. Well, you know, it, it really, it does help me a lot if you guys share this on Facebook. It helps me tremendously if you guys leave a review on Spotify and and Apple and, and let people know that I'm out there. It helps me more than you realize. So please do share and, and leave a review or at least put um, a five-star review on there. And you guys have a good week. I will talk to you guys later Love you guys. Bye.